Welcome as always good people, another episode of Bruce Lee Rebar Report, episode 5 to be exact, and we have uh, Miss Lauren, poet, painter, extraordinary, whatever whatever lane you want to put her in, she does a, she does a lot for not only herself but for the community as well, and uh, Thank it's you. a pleasure as always to have you on here, for sure, it's a due time. Um, Grateful to be here. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> well, we, we, we got it done, so we manifested it. Um, I always start off when we uh, start the interviews, you know, just give a little backstory yourself, um, how you kind of got into painting, how, how it inspired you anyway. Um, so it's kind of a two-part question, but just give the people a little bit about you when we, you know, when we get started. Well, uh, yeah, my name's Lauren Steinhofer. It's a, that's so German, <laughs> so German. And uh, apparently I come from a long lineage of ditch diggers. So uh, I guess Steinhofer means like stone yard or something like that. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I could be talking out of my ass. But um, uh, yeah, I, I paint. I, I used to say I started painting after my mom died, but I mean, reflecting back on that now, I mean, it definitely put it in hyperdrive, but I've always done something creative, whether it was just like, creating my own like alien comics that was like my thing when i was little i had like little aliens that i came up with and then they all had their own catchphrase okay and then they would i would make like tiny comic strips and i would write songs but they were not very good but to you it it was it was something that was it was dope and it's something that you were creating so yeah at the end of the day it it is dope and you know it's just because you didn't think it if you might have put that out it might have been Something that somebody Gold. else thought was dope as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, for sure. Yeah, so you were saying, so you were basically saying like, your mom in a way helped inspire your art, or was oh, yeah, was it definitely. before was it before, um, an RIP to your mom, but the passing of her was it was it more so that that sparked it, or was it before, um, that kind of played a part with your art? I mean, that definitely ignited it. It, it was like putting like fuel on the yeah fuel to the fire for sure because uh i needed it i like i it was very therapeutic for me and uh it was a way for me to say what i needed to say without actually saying it because even though i write poetry it's kind of hard for me to find the words sometimes you know right right and even when i do write it takes me a really long time because I, I always, I'm an overthinker, so I'll like yeah, say well, something yeah. and then I'll be like, man, that could be interpreted this way, but that's not what I'm trying to say, so like, let me rethink that and then write it this way. And then by the end of the day, I fill notebooks up like nobody's business. I don't like writing on my phone. I got to have like pen to paper. I'm very tactile. Old, old school way, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Which is, it's crazy because I remember someone, I, I forget where I was, but they were like, I was writing and they were like, man, I haven't written in a notebook in like years. And I was like, maybe you should, you know? Did it spark you to it do it good. again though? Did it did that oh. spark you to like start doing more poetry or are you kind of like on a, in a slow lane with this deal? Ah, oh, man. I just, I just had a show I w- called The Persistence of Bang. It was like, uh, what day was it? The 5th? Okay. It was like, and uh, I had this poem memorized. I still have this poem memorized, and I was gonna recite it, but like, spoken word is so heavy. 
you know and it's like when you're in this space and everyone's having a good time and like there's a very like you're operating on a high frequency and then right. you want to start talking about some like really heavy stuff it's like uh, i don't know i'm gonna right. i'm gonna wait <laughs> almost rethinking it like, yeah i mean i mean tony was there and he was like well you read the room and it like made me feel good about it then i was like wait why am I good at reading the room? <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, that's like childhood trauma, you know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but that's that's cool. So that so you would say poetry is your second passion, and painting is more your lane now, then? Yeah, painting painting is the primary. Poetry is secondary, and then we get into tertiary colors or whatever. And I feel like that would be the installation, okay. which is like the stages for yard and things like that, you know? And that's another thing I wanted to touch on too. Um, I know art is in the word yard, but what more, what is more so yard? What, what is it? Um, what is yard? What's yard? Yard is, uh, yard is an experience. <laughs> it, uh, it changes locations every year mm -hmm. and moves from different parts of the city, which wasn't the intent when it first started because uh, it was just me in my backyard and I nice. wanted to have a show because there's not a lot of opportunities to show mm -hmm. in South Bend. I mean, there's a few restaurants and like bars and things like that, but a lot of them aren't all ages, which is always all ages. And a lot of times like those places are closed when people in the industry would want to attend the event, which is why it's always on a Sunday. Okay. And I'm not religious, but there's something very special about Sundays. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. so that kind of adds to the vibe as well. But uh, all together, Yart is uh, it's a collective, not only of uh, musicians, but of visual artists. And it's a chance to experiment, you know, like there, mm -hmm. there aren't a lot of rules and it's a it's a way to like walk on the tightrope of possibility, you know. I mean, I remember I'm thinking back like to this past year. There was the Diggins family hosted us, and it, they are so incredible. And Shout I feel bad that the Absolutely. moon is still in the yard, and I got to get a U-Haul to get that thing out of there. But, <laughs> but um, uh, like uh, there, we found a trampoline frame in the yard, and then nice. I was like, that's a moon. And everyone's like, Why not? no, it's not. That's not going to work. And I was like, it's going to work. It's yeah. so going to work. And then. Uh, and lo and behold, it probably, it probably sky, it probably over exceeded a lot of people's expectations. I would say so, you know. Yeah. And then it was crazy because like Toast, he ran this, the sound for the moon stage at Yard this past year. And um, toast. Uh, yeah, Toast. Hell yeah. Toast of the holidays this Sunday. I don't know if this is about to air before then, but Either. yes. Um, uh, Potawatomi Conservatory, four to ten. Plugging it, it, plugging it, plugging <laughs> it. But um, uh, yeah, he was like, "Oh, I just got these lights," and I was like, "Okay, cool. I got it lit with black lights." And he was like, "Well, let me just bring them and we'll see what it looked like." I lit up the whole, all the trees and everything. It like, so it was like, it was crazy. The it's things awesome. that we didn't even expect, but other people brought to the table. Yeah. And then it just added, you know. So that's how, and that's how it should be for sure. Like, yeah, definitely. Um, not like I said, not only exceeding your expectations but the expectations of everyone else as well so it worked out perfect absolutely Definitely. Um, let's get into uh what type of music you vibe about too when it comes oh. to making your art what, what do you like to listen to because I, I i know some people might not but i'm just asking in a, in a general question like do you put on music and vibe out to music when you're creating art oh yeah i i am notorious for putting one song on repeat for okay. like <laughs> for like nine hours what would that one song be? 
Uh, well, this past year it was Odie. Uh, it was called Phenomenon. That's new to me. I've never heard of it. It's like all caps O D I E. It would like fall in the lane of like, I would say like Frank Ocean and nice. uh, uh, I mean I think Isaiah Rashad is like a little far off, but like that's definitely all in the pocket. Okay. Cool. Cool. Definitely. Yeah. Then the the house is burning. I had that whole album on on repeat. Isaiah yep. Rashad's new album. Fire album. Yeah. For sure. From, from oh my god. We were in Chicago. I saw him live, and it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. So you gotta have that experience sometimes too. Like it's it's great to hear the music. Like oh, every Friday you get a new. You might get that house is burning, but to be there and experience him making the music and him sharing the music with everyone else is like man. I know right. that's a dope moment. For yeah, sure, definitely. For sure. It adds so much to like when you do go back and you uh, and you listen to it when you're not hearing it live, you know. Yeah. Because it almost like paints a picture, like having the visual, like seeing him actually performing, as opposed to yeah, just pulling up person. your phone and you know having uh, headphones in and like, okay, this is great music. But if I was at the concert and I might right. be a different experience. Man, when I'm in the studio, I try to get as close to a concert experience as I possibly can. Like, I'm so glad my neighbors live a little pretty far away from me because <laughs> I just blare it. And then yeah. I always have my door open. And see, that's my thing too. Like, I don't do enough concerts. And I I hate, um, I like, I want to experience that concert feel more. With, you know, with, with it being a pandemic and this, that, the other, it's kind of hard to maneuver as, as we do now, but. Yeah, no, really. Um, that's why I went so it. hard this past year. Cause like I mean I feel like I I would I I seek out shows around here like mm -hmm. a lot of people just hit me up and they're like so when when's the next show and I'm like okay well there's this one happening at Dodge there's this one happening at Rocky Button there's yeah. this one happening at McCormick's you know and it's like on this day on this day on this day so like I try to keep up with all that and then <laughs> after all that went away during COVID I was like oh my God I'm going to every festival there it is so, yeah, <laughs> you know so I end up going to Lollapalooza and see entirely the Creator nice. and then like. And then our Isaiah Rashad, Future Islands, you know, Japanese Breakfast, all in like a span of like three months. So it so gave me dope. a greater appreciation. Yeah. And I feel like that's why Yark kind of took off this past year, too, is because like everyone was like fiending for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good thing. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to go to any of it. Um, or I haven't been to any of your shows yet, but just the vibe I get from like the post or the people sharing or you talking about it, it's just, it, it lets me know that you're doing something right for sure. Oh, so, man. Well, I appreciate that. Of course, of course. Um, you got to come to the next yard. I, I, absolutely, definitely. Uh, any show you have coming up, the next one I'll be at. Okay, and you, right you hear I don't even know when that will be. Well, when, like. Whenever it is, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> um, let's get into the upcoming uh, mural you have at Vinyl Tap and Table. Oh, yeah. I know they opened downtown Mishawaka. Uh, it, I I'm think it said like next, next month. So I know you have a mural in there, and uh, I saw the picture where I think you you painted it maybe this year or I did, yeah. Where it's a collective of artists, where it's it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty dope to see. So all musicians, yeah. Talk about how that came into play. Well, with you. Uh, honestly, social media is crazy. It's like such a valuable and necessary evil, I guess. A valuable tool and a necessary evil. But uh, Sean, who is like a partner of one of the partners who opened it up, he had been following me on Instagram and he just hit me up and then like within the next week I was over there painting. Nice. I was very geeked, I was very geeked. Ooh, I was on scaffolding for the first time and uh, they had like these <laughs> hanging lights and I, ah, I actually took out a light and I felt so bad. I was like, I'll fix it for you, I'll fix it for you, man. Like, but he was super cool, he was yeah. super cool about it. See, and that's, that's dope. So um, that's 
like I said, that's going to be January, February. Yeah, yeah I think like early they, January. As soon as they open up. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I was reading. It was more so like when I was reading the um, the story about it, it was more so like we don't want to just go that one artist feel. We want to have a collective of artists. And you you captured that for sure. Um, that you. That painting or mural, I don't know if it's two different lanes when it comes to it, like saying a, a painting or mural. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> but that is, it's, like I said, it's a collective where you, you could tell you took a lot of pride and, you know, time into that for sure. So I it's much appreciated. I think I did that in like, in like five days. Nice. The whole. The whole thing. I paint geez. really fast. That's, but it's more, it's, you can see, it's not just like you just saying, oh, I'm just throwing a paintbrush on here. I'm just, oh, no. you actually take your time and work, like your craft is. It goes on show for sure. Like you, you do Thank a great you. job at it. Um, I'm starting to look at it as uh, almost like an electrician. Okay. You know, like uh, it can be very daunting. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, and but like once you learn the tricks to the trade, mm -hmm. everything kind of goes fluid and the lights come on real easy. You know. Gotcha. gotcha. It, it makes sense. It, it's you know it's something you have to put 110% into and the fact that you know you've been doing these shows you've been doing show, you know previewing your art and doing commissions on them and this that and the other just like you know your line you already know what you want to do with you you kind of you kind of know what you want to do with your life and this this pain thing is uh it adds to it greatly so Sure. Thank you. That's, 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 I'm glad you have that confidence in me. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the thing I, I see because I'm more so like, I, I have no art in my house. None oh, whatsoever. Man, we gotta change that. And we talked, we talked earlier this year and I was, I was supposed to get a painting from you, which didn't oh, go through, man. but I know you have plenty more in the works. Um, I that, do, I do. That can, that'll that. come up later, but um, I just wanted to get more into art and you in this city, it's like, there's not too many painters, artists, um, whatever you want to call it, that put their all into it like you do. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if I'm going to get some art, I'm getting some art from Lauren. Oh. You know? So absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. For sure. Gassing me up. Hey, you, 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 do great, you, you do a great job at it. So, Thank you. so keep going. Thank you. Um, what are three essentials you need when it comes to, I know we talked about the music, but three essentials you need, other than the general, the paintbrushes, what are three essentials you need in, the, in your studio, in your space, why you're creating art? Oh, it could be it could be food, it could be a drink, it could be a, a nice movie to throw on and get you motivated. Whatever, oh, whatever you. I'm going way deeper than that. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, time not not just to get it done, but to like actually think through and process what I mean. Kind of like poetry, you know. Like mm -hmm. I think that uh, I mean I write on my walls like uh reminders that i'm trying to live by and uh one that's very faint that i don't really want people to be able to see when i post pictures and stuff on social media is like the metaphor of the poem is the piece so like a lot of the the paintings that i've been doing they are very metaphorical and uh they are pretty conceptual and uh that's just an extension of myself so like or unessential is to actually give myself time to process and figure out how I want to represent what I'm trying to say in the piece. Of course. So time, yeah, definitely one. Okay. And then, uh, Loki, I'll go less deep and say coffee, <laughs> coffee. Coffee, coffee, I'm a coffee. Huge, I'm a, yeah, coffee, coffee. <laughs> oh, sh what's BJ song? It's coffee, like, coffee, coffee time seven. <laughs> yeah, coffee time seven. <laughs> coffee, 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 coffee. Yeah. Yeah, coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> 
sure. And, uh, yeah, every time I drink coffee, I, I think of that song now. Uh, every time somebody, I've mentioned that, somebody are like, yeah, I it's drink, so I drink. It, it's like an upbeat, it's so upbeat, and it's like, coffee, it, it's coffee. <laughs> That's yeah. so his energy, too. Oh, for sure, for sure. Shout out to BJ, man. man he's like the nicest dude. I remember I went into Lang Lab, and he got coffee from Zen, and he was like, hey, I'm listening to you on Spotify right now. And I was like, what? I am hey. on, on uh, SoundCloud right now, and I was like, People listen to that. I was like, I'm exactly. too solid. Please, nobody go listen to it right now. I'm about to take it off after this interview. Oh, see. But like, <laughs> but like, I was like, Somebody people like actually listen to that. You know, that's crazy. So you're a singer too. No. Okay. No. It was, it was, was more good. so experimental. I'm like a huge Kid Cudi fan, and I found this beat off YouTube that definitely. Uh, 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 I mean, they sampled it, and <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, I, I feel this. I feel this, and then. Did you get the, you got the notebook in a, in a PNO? Yeah, or, I Is that your did. process for writing did. too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because you, some people go off, to, off the top of the head and be oh, like, oh, man. let me just freestyle it. No. So we're going back to the notebook and pen. Yeah, I used <laughs> to do that just for fun, just for kicks. Right. You know? And then now I get two in my head and I'm like, I'm not talking. I think everybody had a phase like that in yeah, life. No, though, like really uh, though, the yeah. freestyling, whether it was at school or, you know, you just at home, like, Maybe I can actually do this, but yeah, I think everybody had that one phase. <laughs> Saying some dumbass shit. That's for sure. So we got time. We got coffee. Give me, give me your third, your last oh, one. Oh man. You know, I want to say like the internal motivation. Like I feel like I really got to like talk myself up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like hard to do anything. So I'm like, you know what? This is, this is good for you. This is good for you. Yeah. Like you need this. And the reason there is uh, any kind of uh, resilience is because you need it. Mm -hmm. So like you have to find that in yourself and then do it, you know? Absolutely. I like that. I like that. Three, th three great essentials. And you, the first one you didn't go too deep on. Cause it was like you, that's, that's a perfect answer. You do need time. Coffee. I'm not a coffee like us like we were talking earlier. I'm not a big coffee drinker, but if that's don't know. start, don't start. <laughs> just, don't. just don't start. I, yeah, I've been doing 30, 34 years without coffee. Yeah, so hell yeah, good I'm for a, you. I might try like a caramel frappuccino or something like a McDonald's just to be like, uh, is it what people actually say it is? But nah, not coffee. Not a coffee. I'm a tea guy. I'm a tea guy. Um, so <laughs> I feel that. So coffee time. I'm addicted to caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> addicted to caffeine. Hurt. Right. Coffee <laughs> will do that for sure. Yeah. Sure, great. Hey, great essentials for sure. Um, we also like to do a thing over here called rapid fire questions, this or that. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not big into paintings and art and stuff like that, but I know you might know more of the answers than I do. So well, I, I kind of got some we'll general things. So um, the Mona Lisa or the 16th Chapel? Oh, you know, ah. Oh. They're both beautiful I mean, in their like, own right, you know? I mean, Mona Lisa was like the first three-quarter view portrait, which are hard, honestly, I would say. Okay. But, uh, I mean, the Sistine Chapel, Chapel took so much time, and, like, the way that they had to paint Sistine Chapel. Loki, I haven't seen either of them in real life, so. True. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know, to okay. be honest. Okay, uh, we'll keep it moving. Let's go uh, Picasso or Van Gogh. Uh, uh, I would probably say, I'd probably say Picasso. Okay. 
I, I enjoy cubism. Shout out to cubism. <laughs> Shout out to it. I feel. I hope that because all this is new to me, and it's like the words you're using are like, huh? But I'm learning as we speak. Like it's it's, it's interesting. Like, it's, it's very, very blacky. Low key though, I thought like time is so bizarre to me, and I thought that Picasso existed so long ago, but this dude didn't die until like I want to say like eighteen. 17. No, like 1970 or something like that. That's what? Googleable. That is Googleable. Can See? I? I want to. I want to. I want to Google like when did you when, might, when, hey, when Let did me it? know because it's like I said. I'm I'm learning stuff as you're talking. I oh, I can't. I'm on airplane mom. But Loki, <laughs> I'm gonna write in the comments where your Picasso died because I feel okay. I feel like but. I'm not living up to my <laughs> my artistry if I don't know this. But okay. uh. Well, we'll, we'll, really, we'll come back to it for sure. I don't really fall too heavy on the academic side of of art you know like it's weird when you're an artist because uh there's a lot more opportunity when you take these diff this route of academia where you study under this person or like you go to this university because they link you with the people who are already doing it but like when you're self-taught or like you don't follow that route you're kind of like making the path that you want to take yourself and then kind of figuring out who or what um, is, is going to like perpetuate your career and the people that you affiliate with in your community, you know? Absolutely. It's, it's kind of, I, I mean, I'm thinking about, I'm kind of getting off of the, the rapid question here real fast. No, no, no. But like, uh, like, I mean, you think about like the Snipe Museum at Notre Dame. I mean, I don't know how many people have been there or even the Southland Museum of Art, but like we show up for each other's events mm -hmm. that are art related and uh i think that shows a little bit of the separation between like the academia and uh and i want to call it the underground but uh and we're, we're talking as if like like you said it's either being under somebody you're studying or doing it on your own and that's that are those are two different i would yeah okay. i mean because like when when you go to like a, like a certain school in Chicago, then usually the people who graduated from there mm -hmm. and are off in like their successful careers and they are, they are now your alumni. Mm -hmm. So like you have that connection. Okay. And then through that, there are other doors that will open for you. But uh, a lot of that comes with like putting in the money for the education, you know? Correct. So you're kind of paying for the the connections in that realm. Okay, that's cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, do you like abstract art or landscape more? Oh, abstract. Abstract, okay. I mean, landscape. landscapes are nice if they're massive. Like, I feel like sure. uh, if you can get, I, this is just my own personal opinion though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shitting on anybody that does either. But uh, I do think that some abstracts can be a, like feel like a landscape as well i like the open interpretation of abstract art okay yeah for sure for sure absolutely um last but not least do you like to do indoor or outdoor painting more and we'll take a, and let me let me say this too uh, the weather side i know if it's a sunny day if it's a nice day outside not you know something like that so in uh, when it comes down to an indoor outdoor painting for you I mean, I am so attached to my studio. Okay. 
Like, but the thing is, is like, I open up every door and every window and just leave it. So, I mean, it's like I'm painting outside, inside. If I had, if I had like a, what the, what the hell is that thing called? Like a, a pergola? Is that with the... See, I'm, it's a new word to me too. <laughs> is, that, is that like where it has like the weird roof and then the... And it's like a big circle or something like that. But it's more so outside. Yeah, or like some weird outdoor structure. That, okay. <laughs> then I feel like I would I would definitely paint outside more. But with your studio being your primary place, it's... yeah. I'm, I'm, but I go in and out. I feel like. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And but I mean, I, doing everything for yard. I mean, yard takes like took like six months, and we were in the woods. So I mean. Open space. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, the installations, I have to be outside because I can't fit anything out my door. Right. Which is why I have a problem with doors. There's so many things that I have that just doors just rub me the wrong way. But and she says it to my door because I asked about her I mean, that's, earlier. That's why it's out <laughs> there. But for sure. I did that myself, like I during did. the yard process. Self-taught, just like your art. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable giving everybody else a, a stick and poke tattoo. It would be a dope lane to go into, though, doing uh, tattoos. That'd be cool. And, but you know you can do it. You know? I, mean, I don't not, know. I can do it. Not, I not, saying, <laughs> not saying you're saying you're the best at it, but you've done it. So it's like, oh, eh, it's it, a... you've, some people don't even reach out and do it. You did it. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> I uh, Loki. Sometimes I need to think more before I do, even though I am an overthinker. That's a, this is like a weird spectrum of myself. There's a duality there. But, like uh, you, you lo- you're you like you stay in a slow lane, but you want to do stuff. If that is, does that make sense? Like you overthink things, but then when you when you overthink them, it's like uh, you kind of pull back from it. Yeah, it's almost like if, uh, okay, if I'm in the slow lane and then I come up to something that's going slower than the pace that I'm at, then I like s- speed up ahead and then I get back in the get slow lane. Get back into the slow lane, like, yeah, 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 because you're more comfortable in that lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Man, but that's one thing I just wrote in my wall is like sometimes the things that make you feel comfortable aren't necessarily good for you or something like that. Getting used to being uncomfortable, pretty much. Uncomfortable. Is like yeah. what I'm trying to do and, and embrace as like a growing artist in person. Yeah, getting out of that comfort zone for sure. Um, upcoming what? things you have working on for yourself, for the community, um, well, however you want to put it, what, what do you have going on? I am uh, heavily debating on whether or not there's going to be another yard in 2022. That's what year okay. we're going into, right? 2022. Absolutely. Dude, okay. This is this is this is my reservation. Okay, we I think we already found a lot, and it's like and it's 12 acres, mm-hmm. and uh, I want it to become a two-day event. Okay. Because last year there was I, there had to have been like 1,500 people which definitely like exceeded my expectations beyond belief. Parking was a nightmare. You can ask anybody about that. And then there was like, there was one woman who was very upset that it was happening and she started to mow her lawn and was like spraying grass at people that were walking by. I mean, it was, it's kind of funny, like thinking back on it now, but in the moment, like it was, yeah. What is she doing? (laughs) I mean, mean, uh, uh, all respect to her, we did not let her know that it was happening. And like, it completely shifted the entire neighborhood. 
you oh, know? Man. And there were cars literally down the whole block and like took up the whole library parking lot, took up like half of like Myers parking lot. And uh, I didn't expect all that. I really Jeez. didn't expect all that. So like this year, I don't want to do it again until I feel very, very, very prepared. It has to be more structured. Yes. And uh, I need to get a committee together. So if you want to help out with Yart, Shout out. Yes, please. <laughs> please hit me up. Speaking on it before 2022, for yeah, sure. Yeah, really, though. Okay. But, I mean, this, like, I am I am geeked about the uh, the land, the amount of space, but there's the parking is going to be yeah. an issue again. And it, it, might, it might blow up more than this year. I think it's going to. You said 1,500? Yeah, I mean, like, the first year it was in my backyard, you know? So, like, that was, there were maybe, like, a, like 150 people. Okay. Second year... It was in Paul Kuharik's backyard, which uh, he's a ceramicist and he's also a teacher over at St. Mary's. Nice. But um, uh, there was like maybe 400 people. And then this year, yeah, like. Skyrocketed. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so I just want to make sure I cross my T's and dot my I's before like. It goes. Right. <laughs> For sure. So that's your baby, Yart. Yart is a baby. Your, yeah, for your prized possession, for sure. Um, anything other than Yart? Oh, man. Just, just continuing the painting? Uh, I know. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, you do. I just wrapped up this series uh, that was The Persistence of Bang. So, like, right now I'm in, like, a, an in-between space. Sure. Like I do that. I go into like, this is this mode. And then I'm like trying to find out what I'm doing. And then I go into this mode and then that ends. And it's like, which is crazy because you like put all of this work in. Mm -hmm. Like speaking on Yard specifically, but every show is like that. Like you put so much work into this one day, yes. you know, yes. and then <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. I mean, the, I, but which is what leads me to think that like the mem memories are the most valuable thing that you could have in this life, you know. Yeah. And I think that that's why I want to take I want to take my time and like try to figure out the best way to do this so that way it's like it lasts, you know. Longevity for sure. Even yeah. beyond the realm of the actual time that it took place. Yeah, something everybody can remember, like you said, for sure, for sure. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, I wish I had something for you. No, that's that's great. You, hey, it's stuff you're working on. Like I said, you this this it's, show this all. show is about you. It's about what you got going on. It's about you know how people can. But get, it's about you. Oh, at, at, at the same at the same time, I'm, I'm it, it is it is absolutely absolutely. Um, of course, on this show, I always like to give you your flowers. At, at, you know, at the time, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Complimenting you on, on everything you're doing, not only for Thank yourself you. but for the community. And uh, just keep going. And um, before we get out of here, just let the people know where they can find you. Social tags, um, where, wherever Lauren Steinhofer can be found. So. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and they're all just my name, Lauren Steinhofer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not clever enough. Some people call me Frank. Frank. Yeah. It's my first time here. This <laughs> Some people call me Low. Anytime I see Jesus, he's always like, Lowski! He's like, I'm gonna do your ad libs. There it goes. Oh, yeah, I'm not I'm not a rapper. I can't, I can't be a rapper. <laughs> but I, if you I ever no do, you know who the person for the ad libs yeah, is. Yeah, right, for right. Sure. Yeah, no, it's funny. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, anything other than that? Um, 
Definitely. Appreciate you once again for coming on. I really appreciate you having me. Having a great combo, letting the people know like who you are, what you're about, what you got going on, all the all the great stuff above. And um, it's just continued success to you in the future with everything you have going on. So we'll close Thank it out like that. It's been another episode of Bruce Le Bruce Leroy Bar Report. Lauren Steinhofer has been in the building, and we out. Peace. Yeah. You know I always got it.